Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy... Okay, stop, guys, stop, stop. Stop, Enrique, stop. We're going to get into this. That's just... Cut, cut to the intro, guys. Cut to the intro. Welcome to Wood Enthusiasts. <laughs> Welcome, Wood Enthusiasts community. This is obviously, once again, your host, Larry Woodstone. <laughs> no surprise there. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, Hello, I, this is Gary Gilbert III. Gary, I'm just doing the intro. Steph, cut it. We're going to do that again. Oh. Just one second, Gary. My goodness, read the script. We, Sorry. Hey, Lise, get Gary another copy of the script. He spilled warm milk all over his entire script. Okay, Gary, knows your script, okay? Hey, Wood Enthusiasts. <sighs> Gary. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a stinking hemorrhoid here. My goodness. Hello, Wood Enthusiasts community. Welcome to the Wood Enthusiast season two. We're just kind of buttoning up to the end of season two here. We're really excited about some of the information. And you know, at the start of season two, we had a trailer that expressed that we're gonna have loads of special guests and some you know some subpar celebrities and some celebrities. Uh, and today we don't have either of those. Today we are able to connect with somebody that you know somebody that's really important to a lot of the farmers in 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 Muskoka. Uh, this guy works at a place that's called Harvest. And uh, there's a lot of farmers there, and they, they got a lead, you know, a lead Chuck, you know, lead guy they called Cadge, and he's kind of the lead farmer here. And, and I was talking to him, and he said, "Well, you got to talk to our fellow Enrique." So Enrique, I've got you here in the microphone. So that's he, he's not used to this type of microphone. He's used to the musician's microphone. Maybe, uh, maybe you'd like a Shure SM58, isn't that right, Enrique? Yeah, I, I usually do the Beta 87. Actually, he does, he does the Beta. Gary, you like Beta because Gary still watches Beta. He doesn't do VHS. I have a BlackBerry where I watch my uh, Baywatch. Gary, he loves Amazon oh. Prime, oh, yeah. and he watched a lot of Baywatch on his BlackBerry. And BlackBerry's actually called him and said, you know, we're done, we're stopped, we're kaput, we're over, it's ended, it's done, it's over, we've, you know, we've canceled, we've quit, we're no longer, we're not in play anymore, it's kind of ended, we want to shut this thing down, we want to quit, and Gary, you know, he says, you know. No. Yeah, and that's, and that's Gary always says that, uh, Enrique, and that's something that we're really excited about. Um, and something we wanted to talk to you about is first, first, one second, we got to go to our, I'm getting, Steph and Lisa are waving down here. They're like, you guys got to get to your, you know, to your sponsors. We've got some incredible sponsors today. Something, and Gary, this is a, Gary, a product that Gary, you truly believe in. Today we have pine. No, Gary, we're talking about the product. We're talking about the product that we have for. Oh, today we have mahogany. No, Gary, read the script. It says we support our product. You just say those lines, Gary. Okay. One second, please. Just. Rewind that, Lise. Just cut that part out. Sometimes Gary's he's haven't been he's been drinking syrup all day now. Mm. My goodness. We support our products. Do you ever find yourself sitting and wondering? Well, wonder no more. Stop wondering with the wonder-stopping, thought-deterring, active fun carry-all game satchel, full of zips and zingers, jigmos and clamp clumps that fill up every moment of your day so you aren't left with even a moment's time to think or wonder. For the all-natural wood, unsanded, sliver-packed, limited-edition wood enthusiast package, mention the word Zubob today and get 5% off. Welcome back with Enthusiast Community. And as we discussed prior... I really like that product. Yeah, Gary loves... Oh my goodness. I should, I should, have, I should have said that. It's in the script. Uh, Gary and me love that product and we're really supportive of it. And, and please use our keyword uh, to get your discounts. 
uh, something we're really excited about, and something I know Gary's excited about, is have Enrique here. And Gary obviously didn't know who he was, but he's excited nonetheless because we've told him to be. And, and something we're excited is we have someone, and it's called, it's called a song leader. Isn't that right? Yeah, yep. And you work, with, you work with a group of farmers. I work with a group of farmers, yep, and I, we do songs and farm and all that kind of and stuff. You, and you, yeah. and obviously, Enrique, you, obviously you know us and you've been listening to us and you know that we're, we're followers of what we call the faith or yep. the way, you know. Yep. A long time ago, they used to call Christianity, it used to be called the way. Yep. And that's something that, you know, we've, we've said all, you know, for years and years and years, weeks, 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 months, 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 days, and days, and days. For years and years and years, weeks, 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 months, 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 days, and days, months, 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 days, We've been saying that on the podcast for as long as I can remember. Enrique's here. He's got tight pants on. And the minute you see a fellow with tight pants, you know he's either sick in the head or he's young. That's that's one of the old sayings. Isn't that right, Gary? That's correct. Because Gary, I mean, Gary's got tight pants, but that's that's not because he bought tight pants. No, I've earned that. It's it's a it's kind of a byproduct of treating yourself. You know, me and Gary, that's we've known correct. to have, you know, we're going to go out for some snacks tonight. We're, we're known to have a snack or two. And, and sometimes you get tight pants, but you don't buy them. That's just nonsense. We need to get to the point here because we're, Steph has Steph has holding up the sign. She's got that clicker and she's like, you're at seven minutes, guys. we got some, you know, conversation to do. So one of the reasons we brought you on here and Gary, you know, Gary had at it the other day. He's spazzing on me. He was spazzing out saying, I don't get this song. There's a song out there around Christmas time. It's Christmas time. For those who are listening in July that are just catching up, it's Christmas time. And there's a song called Mary Did You Know. You know that song? Why don't you sing us a little line there? Mary did you know that you... Well, yeah, she did know. That's Here's the issue. Here's the issue, Enrique. You, you guys are being nonsense singing that crap tune, and I don't like that crap tune because she did know. Well, you know, it sounds sounds bad, especially because we're not using a Beta eighty seven here. If you well, we got this is this this microphone's it's at least a hundred dollars. That microphone's nearly a hundred dollars. You know, that's a this is one of those microphones that you you plug right in the system. That's a hundred. That's nearly a hundred dollars. I think that was probably ninety dollars plus tax. Wow. So, uh, it doesn't matter how bad you sound. I don't know why they pay you, but I'll tell you this: the answer to that's the answer to that stupid question. And here's the problem we have: you got Mark Lario there writing that stupid song. Oh, why doesn't he just read the, the Word of God and it says Mary did know? I mean, this is one of those things that give me a hopaconte. Heck yes, Mary knew. There was a, a whole group of angels that came and told her about it. Probably months in advance. I think we have a gender issue as well. Gary. How so? Nobody talks about Joseph. Mm. Gary. Joseph's, Joseph's not a selfish man, Gary. Here's my issue. Joseph, did you know? The, the, entire, the entire song is about... Mary asking Mary if she knew the whole time. I want to say yes, she knew. Let's move on to the next song. It's time for freaking joy to the world. Everybody's going off nonsense about this bullcrap. Yeah, Mary knew. So what do you say about that, Enrique? Sing that song now. Uh, joy to the world? It should. Believe me, Mary knew that your baby. Enrique, hold on a second. My goodness. You, you pay the guy 25 bucks to come on the mic, and the guy just wants to take over. I, I barely got a word in edgewise. You know? Same. So I want to get, you know, I want to do what I like to call shooting to the button. And that's one of the old expressions that we've made up. You know, we've been talking about this for years. It's skin the backside of a squirrel, but I'm going to be shooting to the button right now. And here it is. Why are they singing that song? And why are, the, why are those churches singing that song? If they're supposed to be, you know, some sort of Bible reading church and they're singing Mary, do you know, and we, the entire time we know the answer is yes. Why are we singing a song about it? That sounds to me like you've got an issue with just reading, reading a stinking book because it says right on there, book it says right in there. She knew going into the game and Joseph knew going into the game too. So what's the point of ask, spending the whole three minutes and 47 seconds asking that if that woman knew the score? I'll tell you this, Gabriel, he was down there yipping off at the bud, telling her all about it. So I don't see what the point of knocking that stupid song off is. Singing that on Christmas Day. The, the whole purpose of the song should be, 
Hey, guess what? Mary knew. I mean, we're talking about the Son of God here. Gary's over there laughing like it doesn't even matter. This is nonsense. Enrique, you speak, you want you to say, what do you have to say to that? Well, Larry, I have, I have no idea. Like, I'm feeling really convicted about and this. And this is, this is exactly it. This is what we need to do. This is what we do well. But we kind of bring, you know, some of the issues to the forefront. And Gary, you know, Gary and loaded with wisdom, loaded with kindness. And that's something I appreciate about Gary. He says, you know, he says, you got to be gentle on Enrique. But you also got to, you know, he's going to put his foot in the mouth. The guy's, you know. He's he's smart, but he's he's more he's better looking than he is smart, and believe me, he's not that good looking. So, actually, guys, guys, hold off for a second here. Why don't we give Pastor Reverend Josh Friend a call? <laughs> I think it's one of those times where you want to kind of rely on you know rely on the so so to speak experts. You know, as we always say, kind of fall back on the experts here. Yes, Larry, Mary did know. The angel Gabriel appeared to her, and uh, Gary. Please remember that uh, Joseph was the first one actually to believe. In Jesus as our Savior. In fact, when the angel appeared to Joseph, he was told to call him Jesus because he will save people from their sins. I think it's Matthew 1 21. Anyways, Joseph was one of the first ones to believe. He is important to the, the story of Christmas as well. Uh, one of the questions, uh, you've been watching the news. Yep. Been watching and the, the news, news says, you know, the Pope. Yep. And you guys obviously are probably obsessed with the Pope. Uh, the Pope says he found some sort of relic from the manger. Tell really? me, tell me a little bit about that. Really? What did, what did he find? Well, he found a piece of the manger, and they they say that's you know. And Gary, you, you had something you want to say here. I did. And Gary, you you had an issue because the Pope is suggesting it might be some sort of cherry oak. That's correct. And you had an issue with that, Gary. I do have an issue with that. Yeah, and 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 Gary, you know, he's trying to give me that look like, go ahead, Larry. That's kind of one of the old things, and one of the issues I have, you know. And, and I know for a fact it wasn't cherry oak because some it people... It was white ash. Well, and that's what we're going to get at. And that's, that's not complete truth, Gary. Um, me and Gary took a trip to Israel. And in that trip, we went to Bethlehem. And I was able to, to scrape, you know, some, some snifflets. I call them snifflets. Uh, I was able to go to what I believe to be the actual manger scene and do some scrapings. And I believe that we're talking about Cedars of Lebanon. I don't think the Pope is right. And I know that's one of your, you know, you're probably obsessed to the guts, you know, full to the guts with the Pope. Uh, but I'd like your I'd like your comment on that. You think he thinks it's a cherry oak? Yeah, yeah, and I don't think it really matters what kind of what it was at all. Whoa, but, whoa! Yeah, that's that's not. I mean, we're. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't need to be rude here. Gary's <clears throat> Gary's nipping at the bud. Uh, he, we're talking about the King of the Kings, you know, King of Lords, Lord of Lords. You know, we're. You know, I, I think it's. He probably had a, you know, probably had a decent wood. I'm, I would white ash. A white ash, maybe a cedar of Lebanon. I think it's worth. I think there's some, you know, I think theologically there were, there's, there's some study there. I think we should go to the expert. The wood of the manger. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, interesting uh, topic of conversation, I would suppose, here. Yeah, the, I, I heard about the Pope coming out and talking about, uh, what was it, a, a cherry, some sort of wood like that. That doesn't make any sense to me uh, from all of my time spent in Israel and around there. Uh, you know, obviously, Larry and I went that one time, and then I think... You and you and Gary went as well, but uh, yeah, I I saw more mulberry, a lot more juniper, uh, you know, some fruit trees, olive, olive tree, yeah. So uh, it would have been a lot more fruit trees, I guess, too. Why does it matter if someone's gonna build, you know, the manger well, you for know, the King of Kings? <laughs> they're gonna use, you know, a pretty nice top end piece of, you know, cedar, le- you, you know, you know, cedar. You know, Larry, just maybe, have you thought that maybe it wouldn't have been like a, a top end wood? Maybe it was. Like he a- said, "Wouldn't have been." You hear that, Gary? 
That's just a natural we mistake. We impact everyone. That's called a that's yeah. called a Pavlov's experiment mistake. But but seriously, like the the King of Kings became flesh, left heaven, became flesh. Yeah, and he, and he came in to a lowly, a lowly manger. He humbled himself. So well, I don't. I don't think we can say lowly. Like if it was cedar lemonon, that'd be a pretty nice top end crib cradle, really, isn't it? This Enrique guy, he's got a little bit of a point that it doesn't really matter. In that it's not a, a big deal to to figure out exactly uh, what the manger was made out of. Also, remember it was kind of a borrowed place. So I'm going to blow your mind here. Uh, sometimes uh, we think of it as like this stable or this inn that was outside of the house, but kind of many times in the ancient Near East, especially in this uh, region in, in Bethlehem, the the animals would stay almost like in the basement, and uh, people would would stay on the on the above floor. And yeah, so uh, they they might have actually been in the downstairs like apartment, if you will. Uh, and so and the manger probably was, yeah. Just a rough-hewn piece of something, um, and of kind of whatever they could find, and so yeah, I, I don't think we need to spend too much time focused on what the manger was made out of. But um, okay, almost certainly cedar. Certainly cedar. Certainly cedar. Certainly cedar. Certainly cedar. This is one of those things, guys. This is one of those things against my spicy hot picante. You got a guy like this worth a hundred thousand dollar voice. You got a no-name guy like Enrique in here. Trying to spew off like he's got knowledge. Sorry. Guys, just cut us back in. So, Enrique, what'd you think about that voiceover? Uh, just read the script, right? Just read the script. It was de delightful. Yes, it was. Yes. Great. Thanks for joining us with Enrique here. He's been a real treat. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I have to apologize to the audience for his voice. You know, people get used to kind of really a really nice, soothing voice. And you get someone here like that, you're not sure where to land. Uh, but we're thankful that he was here and talking a little bit about his music career and some of his, you know, some of, he's not, you know, he doesn't have any fame or celebrity, but I know he's been blessed and honored to sit with us. Isn't that right, Enrique? Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. guys. Larry, does he have to sing us out? He's doing that thing with his lips where he's like puckered up like he's all bummed out, but, you know, uh, you know, we have some, you know, some really good guys, you know, some really popular, you know, celebrities on our show, and, and this is kind of a tribute to the world where we have some kind of no-name guys, you know. Uh, guys, it's, it's kind of rude of sitting yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, we know where you are, Enrique. We're, we can see you. We we're paying you. Yeah, we can see you. Uh, we're probably not, Gary. We're probably not. That's it. The, the, production's, the production's pretty, you know, Steph, let's cut it. Thank you guys so much for, for enjoying. <laughs> well, it's good to have sound for Froom. Guys, uh, that guy, honestly, I'll tell you what, he didn't smell the best. It smells like, it smells like he's been burning two pouches, you know, all week. I kept on pulling out cedar. <laughs>